welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Stars Season 2, Episode 7, titled... Something about family. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always... By that horrible cunt, or I don't know what uh, Katya says. Hello, how are you? I'm here to fix your brows. Oh my god, I saw that part. Which is that means that I remember now that you were that's an iconic episode of all of our our recap show. You come on that, and you come on as uh, Anastasia Beverly Hills. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Was that all? Was that this? Yeah, that's with actually you and when, Taylor and yeah, Daniel. Yeah, and you were at, you were with um. Tom, Tom. Yeah. And then Taylor, um, Daniel insulted him. I remember being mortified. I had that look like Katya when they find out that, when she finds out that this is a second twist, where I was uh-huh. like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't w- remember what he said, but I do remember, I remember you- what he said. I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, you apologized to me. And I was like, I don't think he'll ever know the difference. I don't think he was. I don't know. No, no, I, no, no, anyway, no. It, it not nothing, important. It had nothing to do with whether, oops, it had nothing to do with whether Tom would know the difference. It had to do 100%, actually more disrespecting you. It was it had nothing to do with Tom. Well, a little to do with Tom. It was embarrassing, you know, but just like, uh, yeah. Well, now I, now I want to know what was said. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I really, no, I'm, I'm totally, I don't, I don't I think remember. Tom it. walked I, in the background or came on or something and Daniel, ah, Daniel said to introduce him, oh, Jay Ellis is with, like, C-list actor Tom Link. Yeah. So I, okay, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Which Tom has been, I, I'm going to defend Tom, been in, like, major no, you production. No, and- you don't need to defend Tom. That was my whole point, was that was, <laughs> I was mortified. You would just never say that about anybody. Yeah. No matter what well. they did. You know, I don't introduce you as, you know, third D-list. Rate, you know, yeah, D- like fill in host at AfterBuzz TV, Jay Ellis, <laughs> you know? My, my rating credit that I have normally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't say that. By the way, let's talk about the latest, the last episodes we did. And I know I've talked to you about the, talked about this with you privately. I have, yeah, I, I haven't spoken to Adam since we did those episodes, right? We've texted back and forth. Yeah, but uh, not even texted, messaged each other on Instagram, which I can tell he has no time for me or care. You know, like I'll be like, okay, well, if you're having fun, yes. But I feel like he was so over it that I, I think he thought this show was something that it wasn't. I think we talked a little bit about it. Where because uh, oh, haven't we done? We've done one since then, right? You and I. We have? Yeah. Didn't we do five? We did four and five with him. And so we've done six. This is now seven. Oh, you're right, girl. As you know, and I'm going to be very upfront about this. Um, I have a drug problem. But also, um, my back was bothering me today. So I took a muscle relaxer. And I, what's funny is I took it at 7 a.m., but it didn't kick into like 9. And now I'm like, 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 All that to say that this entire episode will just be us talking about things, recapping our show that we're recapping. Yeah, I'm like, guys, everyone, what was Fifi's problem? <laughs> so when Adore left. Yeah, like I heard it was because uh, uh, Raven Simonier went in really ham on her during the episode. 
<laughs> yeah, no, we did. We, I, but to say it again, I think Adam was expecting more of a blow by blow recap and maybe, but I think he had fun, like just talking about the show in general. Cause I know that for him, I'll speak mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. That all stars two is one of his favorite seasons as well, because he likes all the Queens that were on the cast. So I think he just liked talking about it in general. Well, yesterday was Halloween and I saw that he dressed as Valentina from season nine, episode nine, I believe. Did so, he? Mm-hmm. Where'd you see that? On Instagram? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And he wrote, I'd like to keep it on, please. And so um I was like, whoa, he went all out in his costume. I didn't know he was one of the costume gays. Have you heard, oh, I, yeah, have you heard his story about Valentina? No, what is it? Well, I don't want to tell his story, but you should ask him about his birthday and Valentina being there. Ugh. It's a good story. It's it's worth But I want to forget because I'm on drugs. I I'll just tell me off the air because now I want to know. Okay. Well, all right. I think the audience would like it. The the I'll give you the short version. How about yeah. that? Okay. And he can fill in any details. Yeah. He was having a birthday, and this was I think like a year or two before Valentina was even on Drag Race or even mm-hmm. like being prepared for Drag Race, mm-hmm. and she showed up in drag to his birthday mm-hmm. and then she had this whole storyline of i've only been doing drag for 10 months when really the timeline he said it was like two years earlier she had shown up with as like a friend of a friend to his birthday oh in drag in drag yeah and he has a picture with her a picture of her or a picture with her and then he posted it when her season happened and she blocked him <gasps> <laughs> see i mean it's a fu- he will fill in the rest of the story yeah. with like his you know flourishes and stuff but that i remember he flashed the picture on after and it's not like the most flattering to Valentina, yeah. so I understand why she would not want that. I wish her... someone someone would go through and find out because I found out that Delta Work has blocked me. I have no idea why. I know Jasmine Masters has blocked me. That I know why. Um, okay, but I was like, why did Delta Work? And which is funny because she's doing this. That's how I figured out that we were having a meeting, and they were like, "Oh, Delta tweeted a, a, or put on posted on social media about the event." I go, "Oh, let me see." And it said, it had her listed, but it said no, it had zero posts and following zero people like, oh, she blocked me. And now like, this is your, your personal account or the Drag Race Recap account? Well, I've since find out, found out it's probably Drag Race Recap, but now I find out that because Jasmine Masters, the same thing shows up on my personal account. And also I went through another Finsta that I have and she doesn't show up there either. Interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I did to piss off Delta work. Uh, the only thing I can think of is I wasn't super flattery about the way she left the show. Like I, and I think you and I talked about this. Like, no, one hundred percent, you're at fault. Just pay your fucking dues. Yeah, literally. Now she blocks you. Delta blocked. Sorry yeah, for you. Exactly. <laughs> um, they were all nervous about me showing up, and I was like, guys, I would have to talk to her, and she'd maybe recognize my voice. I feel like these queens are blocking people all the time. It probably. I mean, yeah. I well, I don't know all the time, but I do think that it's. The mute button has become their friend, or so is the block button. Just because it's such a, the community can be very, very, very ah. toxic. You're not telling. You're telling me. I, don't <laughs> I contribute to it. I know. Yeah, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, but we're talking today about All Stars Two, Episode Seven. The it's not drag, drag family. family values. Oh, that's what that's what I thought the name was about. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so we're going to just kind of run through the beats here. We come in after um, Tatiana's elimination. 
and uh, they're 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 re- they're kind of going over it, and Katya reveals that she had selected Roxy, okay, to go home, and Roxy mm-hmm. doesn't seem too bothered by that. She's like, yeah, I would have picked me too, yeah, and uh, and they talk about it, but one of the things I believe that I have two things to say here, and I want to get yours first though, is uh, what are your because then what happens is Alaska or I think it's Alaska says. I don't want people to think that it's a Rulaska Tox thing. Rulaska Tox is done. Or is it Detox that says it? Um, well, that, either that way. sounds more like an Alaska. Either way, do you think Rulaska Tox, Rulaska Tox is done? Uh, the way that and Alaska talked a little bit about this on the episode, it actually happened, but her coming in after the elimination, she reinstates that Tatiana wasn't here for two weeks, whereas Roxy Andrews has been, um, and she let me this top. So I think that in Alaska's head, she's justifying the Tatiana going home by mm-hmm. saying Tatiana was not here the same amount of time as Roxy. So who's to say that Tatiana would even still be here if she had been, that's the only justification I can give, but that's, I don't buy that justification because a, she's the one that sent Tatiana home the first time. She personally is the reason Tatiana wasn't there. One, Mm -hmm. two, uh, I mean, basically that's the equivalent of why are you punching yourself? Stop punching yourself. You know, like Alaska sends her home and then holds it against her. That she wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, as far I don't know. I just feel like this season, Alaska came in knowing that it couldn't be a Alaska Talks moment. And she really, in episode eight, like, I know we'll talk about it when we get there. Mm-hmm. She really has a meltdown about being viewed as being in Alaska, over Alaska Talks again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I, I think that the friendships we've seen kind of sway the decisions. Like, we see that this time when Detox sends Alyssa. Because she can't send Alaska or uh, Roxy, which I think Detox is holding on more to the personal friendships than maybe Alaska was. Yeah, and that's fine, but I feel like Detox owns it. Yeah. Detox, I think Detox does what I would have wanted Alaska to do. I am so sorry I'm doing this, but I can't eliminate my friends. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. And then I Uh, buy it. Yeah. I'm surprised that... To look back at that lip sync, it was for Cherry Bomb and it was Alaska versus Katya. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't give Katya the win to get Roxy out of there That's, just to save. Yes. I, I don't know. I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by it because I think that producers were probably having more fun watching Tatiana's journey and especially after that runway. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't give Katya that win. Yeah, but I think, I don't think they're very original at World of Wonder. I think with a door gone, they saw that they could shape a narrative where it's Alaska Talks versus uh, a lovable weirdo again. Yeah, and Alaska picks up on that. Yep, you know, and uh, and so I think that's why they kept because this was her fourth time in the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's her fourth motherfucking time in the bottom too, and even Roxy seemed like she's ready to go home. Yeah, like she says, I still have that drive, but I, during her speeches, she was giving the, like, if it's me, it's me. Like, I, I don't know how else to really save my ass for the third time in a week or in a competition show. Yeah. Like, what else can I tell you? Yeah. <clears throat> and to be fair, Roxy 
is on this episode, I think that she does a really great job for the makeup, the makeover challenge. So, I mean, she, I'm happy she was there for this, but I don't, at this point in the show, I think that the audience has already kind of lost their, their faith in Roxy Andrews being even a contender in mm-hmm. the finale. Yeah. And, and maybe she did too. And she was like, you know, why do I have to stay? I can be like hanging out with my grandma slash mom and not be on this stupid show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but the, the major takeaway for me was that they, they allowed Katya. I, I'm really happy that Katya had a different lipstick because up to this point, I don't know if we've seen many changes in the queen's decision mm-hmm. and Katya lays it out. Like here's, here's the tea and like no shade. I think I wanted to get rid of you because I saw more fire in Tatiana. And I thought that it, it, it's kind of hard to confront somebody who's looking at you right in the eye and say, I was going to get rid of you if I had the choice. Yeah. So I respected her being honest about it. I just thought yeah. Tatiana was a little bit more here for it. BB Zahara Benet chose not to reveal the lipstick. <laughs> I still love that moment where she goes, I'm not going to show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, then they don't have a mini challenge this episode, correct? Right, yeah, they go right into... It, there's not even, like, banter at the table. It's just right into a re-walking into the room. Yeah. And they bring in the mothers and the sisters. I think only Alyssa's sister and Detox's sister are there, right? The rest are mothers. Correct. Or maternal figures, yeah. Or mater- oh, yeah, yeah. Maternal figures. Um, I was thinking this, and I want to get your thoughts here. Uh, I was laughing after they give the assignment they have to make them over and to member their drag family. One, I was laughing because Alyssa says... I'm really close to my sister. And then the next sentence is, I haven't seen her in a year. Yeah. When was the last time I saw you? Oh, yeah. yeah. A year ago. <laughs> yeah. Because my yeah. mom died. Yeah. Um, the other thing, though, like, and I and I thought of this question when I was watching Alaska's mom uh, interact with her. I was like, how difficult it must be, especially for that generation, to be the mother of a drag queen. Uh, not, what do you mean? Because I'm, not, I think I'm the same age as Alaska. Yeah, but what I'm saying, not now. I'm just saying, like now, because of RuPaul's Drag Race, I think drag is in the mainstream. Oh. But Alaska's been doing drag for a very long time. So if you think about like 20 years ago or close to 20 years ago, Alaska started doing drag, and how difficult that must have been. I think it's difficult now for a parent, but how difficult it must have been for her mom to see her do- her son. Uh, a, on drugs and doing all sorts of crazy things, but also being a drag queen. And for it to be yeah. full, circle, for full circle now, must have been interesting. Do you have any thoughts on that? It might, you might not. It was just something that I, I thought about. Yeah. no. Well, and I can... I, Alaska's actually talked about this, is how she said her coming out was one whole thing, and then her coming out as a drag queen almost felt like a second coming of coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, I, I think there's still a, there, I don't know how much there is anymore, but there's still a stigma. I know people who wouldn't date anybody if they were doing drag. And I think there's still a stigma around the art of drag. And, um, I, I, I think Queens have talked about it. Would you have a problem dating someone who did drag? I don't think so. No, I, I've never have, so I can't speak on it, but I, I, I think it's a form of performance. Why? I don't think there's, uh, if they would date me, I would date them if I'm attracted to them. What are what are, do you have any sort of like uh uh like I can't think of words right now but like I'm out of here peace out what are those things called again deal, deal breakers breaker, thank you <laughs> yeah uh no I've I have a very colorful history before settling down with Paul my dating history is all over the map so I don't think I have ever had anything that's painted me into a wall of dating one type of person 
why how do these how do these dr- act, drug actors wait not drug actors how do these like entertainers who are hooked on drugs like pain pills and stuff like that how do they do it how do they function you tell me you're the one on pain pills right now and i'm on like one low dose of flexoral and i'm i'm like trying to get through it yeah you tell me if you need me to <laughs> take over at any point <laughs> i just have one thing to say What's that? I'm sitting up to do this. And I'm wondering if you... I think you'll get it, but I don't know if the audience will get it. You like my body? <laughs> I hope people get that. If you don't, you need to go immediately to YouTube.com. Watch Anna Nicole Smith introduce Kanye West. Let me see if I can find it. I, I know almost verbatim what she says. I've oh, watched wait, it so on. many times. Okay. You, let's see if you can do it. Okay, you tell me what she says, and then I'm going to pull it up. Oh, I don't know if I have the right order, but I know the, the beats of it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so one of her, the, one of the first things is, do you like my body? Like, she mm-hmm. starts with that. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into, um, I know if I ever had an album, I'd want him to produce. Who's me? Because <laughs> this guy's freaking genius. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, we'll make beautiful duets. All right. Hold on. Yeah, Play so that's, that's the gist of it. Anna Nicole Smith. She looks fantastic. I'll say that. She does. That trim spa baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. What was trim spa again? I think trim spa was like a... It, was it Fen Fen? Was that the big 90s oh, one? Oh, was it Fen Fen? Oh, yeah. So people should know if you're young. There was a miracle drug that actually worked. I knew people in college who went on it, and boot, they just fucking dropped pounds. But then it was also causing heart attacks. Yeah, it was linked to severe melt or like health and mental issues. Yeah, so they had to take it off. The, but it did work. Where basically what it was was you had a speed in the day and then a downer at night. Yeah. So you could sleep. All right, here we go. This is wait, hold on. This is how I feel right now on this flex roll. <laughs> She's posing. Yeah. Here it, com- here it comes. She's leaning in. Like my body. <laughs> and she traces her nails down her cleavage. Yes, she did. I was honored to be on our next performer's new video. And if I ever record an album, uh-huh. I want this guy to produce my make me beautiful duets. Cause he's <gasps> freaking genius. And then she awkwardly applauds like over her yeah, head. She's there right now, yeah. That horrible wig. And they cue music. Yeah. Speaking of, he's a crazy cuckoo bird now, too. Yeah, and I think, I don't know how, yes, that is a whole nother topic. Did you hear that he got a hologram of Robert Kardashian for Kim Kardashian for her birthday? I did hear that. And that the, but the, but the part that I don't see everywhere, this is, I gotta, gotta tell you guys something. So, like, when I used to do the rumor mill, um, I had a whole section on my Feedly that just collected gay news. 
And I'm going to tell you, the gay news blogs, I don't know if you follow any of them, Jay. No. Oh, they do a good, I'm not saying that they're reporting their own news, but they do a great job of finding angles on news stories that know that the either the mainstream media doesn't pick up on them or uh they bury it you know but i guess one of the things in that um hologram is that kanye tells her that he's so happy that she's married uh, um and that, i can't remember what adjective he uses it maybe like Super, 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 super genius Kanye West. Like, there's like, mm. there's, there's like an adjective that he uses, like, over, repeat it, repeats it as a qualifier, but like, how, how much of a genius Kanye is, and he's so happy for her. He's talking about, he's saying this? Yeah. Oh. He always has had a very good self, um, image. I wish I had that self image. I know. I think all of us wish we had a little touch of that. You like my like body. my body. <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel like right now. What? What? Uh, what uh, freaking genius! <laughs> what? Well, we're making a beautiful duet. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I think so. We left off kind of the. Uh, it was mostly sisters, and the, or it was two sisters, mostly maternal figures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do. I don't know how you feel about the makeover challenges, but I always look forward to this on this season because I think we've had some real standouts for the wrong reason, like Jocelyn Fox's the the, the Gremlin one. Uh, oh yeah, six. well they fucked her over on that. Yeah, uh-huh. they did. But yeah. then we've also had the crew challenge, which I think was season nine, where we had we were introduced to like Sarge and you know it yeah. turned into Spearman. So I think that it, it's always fun who they get in, but this one just felt a little bit more personal. And I yeah. thought this is actually the most I've ever liked Alyssa. I think Alyssa really shined on this episode. She did because she was more Justin than she was Alyssa. I think that's it. I think it was a little bit truer of a sense of who Alyssa who the performer is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and so um and she handled her exit very well and uh i was happy for her i was like you go Alyssa. Mm-hmm. um yeah okay so let me go back to my notes here all right um and then i really don't have notes for oh well, well do you want to talk about the anastasia beverly hills eyebrow tutorial I think you've made this point before. Like, how dare they bring in a brow expert to yeah. teach drag queens how to do brows? Like, yeah. <laughs> they've got it, hun. Yeah. And then, but <laughs> although I, saying credit, that she did, she did make, she did have a good uh, brow on Detox's sister, or well, no, it was uh, Alyssa's sister. To, it did look good. To uh, the queen's credit, they were very like, oh wow, uh-huh. <laughs> oh highlighter, you say? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, what technique, Anastasia? Oh my god, thank you so much. And I was like, all right, uh huh. Uh, and then, I mean, Anastasia kind of threw shade where she goes, obviously, she's plucked her eyebrows to fuck. Yeah. And <laughs> well, you don't have to say that. I know. And you're like, oh, Anastasia, she's just feeling her oats right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so up until. Um, okay, so on the elimination day. They're all kind of talking to each other. I might be missing big moments. I'm just going off my notes, by the way. So if you want to jump in and say, like, we didn't talk about this. I want to talk about that. Your notes just start say trim spa, trim spa. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, I, all I have is just says trim spa and Howard K. Stern. <laughs> and um, Danny, the Dan- little daughter. Danny, the little daughter. And then the son. Kimmy. 
and the son. It's, isn't it weird? The son's dead too. There's such foul play, and I, I. Oh, you think there's foul play? Oh, absolutely. Oh wait, wait, wait. Go in, go in on this. Why do you think there's foul? Because he killed himself. Okay, so the no, I don't know much about the son and his history, but um, when Howard K. Stern and the guy who she had the baby with, I think his name was Danny, Danny something, right? Yeah, yeah, uh huh. I told my mom because I used to watch the Anna Nicole Smith show on. I I loved her. Uh-huh. I think she's really like fun for all the right reasons. Like she uh-huh. just was letting it all hang out for reality TV, and her story is just like a fun one to listen to. Uh-huh. Uh, I. I and I kind of think that they had gone to court about this, that they were conspiring to get her estate and to take everything away from anybody, like to be written to the will, because her attorney, Howard K. Stern, was really pushing to have um power of attorney over her estate before uh the the baby was born. Okay. And then she had her kid, which led that guy who I think I'm I'm pretty sure his name is Danny. So he was able to maintain control over the estate. And then Howard K. Stern, I believe, is in jail right now for conspiracy. Like he like they they linked him to her death. Oh, they did? I'm I can I look this up real quick while you're I I do remember like kind of following the story and being like, okay, I felt this. I don't did she Uh, have this is is the father of the son the same as the daughter and the father of Daniel Lynn? Danny Lynn, yeah, that's that's him. Uh, okay, so, but is he the same father? Is he the same father of her son? Okay, here's what it is. He was providing the drugs to Anna Nicole. Who this was? is Howard K. Stern. Okay. Howard K. Stern. Mm-hmm. But I think in my head, I was like, oh, him and the guy Danny were working together to like overdose her. It was like a very Michael Jackson feeling because okay. it was. Uh, she died of a lethal cocktail of prescription drugs, and he was the one providing them. Howard oh, K. Stern. Oh, but wait, but was he? Was is the guy who now has Danny Lynn? Was he the father of her son? No, I don't think so. I think her son was very much older before she met him. Oh, okay, and yeah. um, oh, didn't she try to claim that the son was the father? Maybe he is the son of the rich. Oh, I forgot she married a rich old man. Yeah. I think he might have been the son of the rich old man. She's like the world. I thought like the America's number one sugar baby. Like she, she made that paved that way. Uh, and then he killed she, the son, killed himself. Right. Man, wow. God, now I'm feeling like I fell off this case, but I remember just being upset. Like this was kind of my OJ Simpson trial where I was like, I hope that they get him. Howard, I'm, I'm more concerned about Howard Cates during the, uh, the attorney, which is probably why th- these reruns don't exist anywhere, do they? I have the DVDs. <laughs> do you really? I do. Yeah. Speaking of on Halloween, we just said this is the next day after uh, Halloween. Did yeah. you watch any of those scary movies that I lent you? <laughs> you know I didn't. You know what I put on instead? <laughs> what did you put on instead? You told me the originator of How's Your Head. Well, haven't had any complaints yet. Oh, that's right. You did Elvira. Elvira. Mm-hmm. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. How was that? You love that movie. How was that? I, I love this movie. My boyfriend has not seen it before. So we got halfway through and he has said, I'm enjoying it, but I'm very tired. So can we finish it tomorrow? So that's on our list of things to do today. I watched Night of the Living Dead. The Is that George Romero? It is. I watched the original George Romero version. I had actually never seen it. By the way, uh, I want everyone to know. I'm fully aware that we're not talking about All-Stars 2, and I'm on a, 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 an epic but tangent tear. But 
I'm having trouble concentrating from this drug. That, which means I'm going to be really, really good on uh, on the Mario Kart tournament that's today. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to uh, kick your ass as Peach. Is that the character you play? No, I don't remember who I... I need to look at the roster again. I think I play as like a... Um, it's either Yoshi mm-hmm. or Koopa Troopa. I play... I've been playing as Wario. Oh. I don't think yeah. I'm doing this thing, but Aiden hasn't caught on or said anything, where I say I say it like an old lady. So I'll say... Uh, I'll call it uh, Mario Kart. Well, that's very Long Island. That's very uh, East Coast. He hasn't, he hasn't commented at all that I say Mario Kart. <laughs> well, I don't think that's how I, that's a very, that's my family was, or, you know, like anybody from. Oh, God. Are we doing this again? <laughs> In Napoli. Yeah. <laughs> you like we... my Napoli? <laughs> okay, let's get back on to drag race. There's a lot going on. So Can let's you get drive it? Sure. Okay. So, well, where did we, where do you want to take off from? Well, then? what I was trying to get to was on elimination day, uh, mm-hmm. Alaska is talking, they're talking about a conversation among the moms and she says, cause the mom's talking about Alaska as a little boy growing up and Alaska says, and I, I mean, what a great gift to the fucking editors. Absolutely. He says, I still cry when I don't get my way. Yeah. And I, so I commented on that. That, that there's some foreshadowing here. Absolutely. They they definitely had a lot to work with with this season because the queens basically on a platter give them ways to edit them and have things turn back on their on their head and like mm-hmm. make it so. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Alaska, this is all during like the mirror chat. They're all getting ready. So we kind of learn a little bit about detox and it's the like how uh, in season five she lost her dad so she wasn't really as focused as she thought she could have been Mm -hmm. um the major moment you talked about which was alaska not getting her way and she's talking to her mom and then i think that's really only the the mirror chats that are important or relevant Mm -hmm. um so we go to the main stage obviously we have have a question oh and if this is too personal it's okay but were you able to relate to Alyssa and detox during these emotional moments it's strange because I was trying to think back because my dad passed away in 2011 and I know this aired after that. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember putting myself, it's, it's weird because when things happen on TV, you don't really, in my head, I don't really relate to somebody, even if they have a story yeah. about their parent passing away. Yeah. It's just not something that I click into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that it was coming on this episode. So I just kind of thought, okay, what was my timeline like where Alyssa's mom had passed away a year before? And I remember that. In therapy, my therapist said that kind of the most triggering years is one year or six months, one year, three years, and then like five years. It just kind of, those are like the waves of uh, depression that kind of hit when you remember that mm-hmm. somebody's gone. Yeah. And I don't remember what my first year was like, but I remember that you just kind of, you're, you're kind of floating through life and her, the sister said it best. I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. But she said, I just feel like I'm never going to be complete again. And that's yeah. something that I relate to. Oh, really? You don't feel you'll be complete again? Well, you just, I mean, if you think about it this way, uh, when you lose that, this is the, my dad was the closest, I've lost like grandparents and um, a friend here and there, but you kind of think you're never going to hear their voice again. So it's like, I have a voicemail still from my dad. That's really like precious to me just Mm because I think you're never, I'm never going to be able to call his phone again and have him answer. So it's just like those little pieces that you kind of forget that make you, your whole family a whole. Is his number still in your phone? Oh yeah, I haven't deleted that. I still have oh. like dad work, dad sell, like yeah. 
So interesting. Yeah, you know, it's so funny, but relating to what you said is, you know, uh, five months ago or so, I lost my parent, my grandparents to coronavirus. Five months. Yeah. To coronavirus. Oh, wait. No, four. Uh, to coronavirus. And, um, even now I hear the news. I mean, coronavirus, the, the, the deaths and the illnesses are on on a rise and it's constantly in the news or it might come up that someone lost their grandparents or something. And I, still don't see myself as someone who I don't see myself as one of those people who were touched by it. I still see myself as an outsider. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's, it's very, very bizarre. Like, you know, in fact, there's even like a, a poster that I like. I actually really like, um, coronavirus posters or artwork. I actually have one staring at me right now. And, um, I just is more like, a, a, a something to remember this era by. And, uh, there's one of, uh, it's actually a political one, but it's like an old woman holding her hands out and saying like, basically the grandma's like, we will sacrifice ourselves so that you can go to restaurants or something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, I, I'm saying it now because I'm thinking about it, but I don't relate to that. So I don't know if, if you did. I know we have a friend, you and I, who I know that that first year after his mom passed away, it was really rough for him and. It's gotten better over the years, but like I, I do know, I know he kind of like um, retreats around the time of like imp- like birthdays and Mother's Day and stuff like that. Yeah, but. yeah, it is strange on like Father's Day to see the posts, or I, I usually avoid social media just for that reason. But my dad died on Christmas Eve, so it's yeah. it kind of is a catch twenty two where we're typically surrounded by family, which is kind of helpful. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a strange situation so that you can't you really guys, explain to somebody. What did you guys do that year? I'm sorry for the lurid questions here, but what did you do? Did you just not open gifts? Uh, we so my immediate family was. Oh God, what did we do? You know what's? I think that my brain. It, it's so strange because my brain has literally erased details of like my dad's last month because he went from able to walk and talk to it, my dad died of. Um, colon cancer if people don't know that already and he it got to the point where i was having to carry him he had lost so much weight that i was kind of like fireman carrying him from a recliner chair to his bed mm-hmm. whenever he needed to be changed and it was just like a such a dynamic shift from mm-hmm. like seeing my dad as like this father figure you know strong person my whole life to flipping it to me having to like physically lift him up and move him around so I don't really remember the actual night because it was Christmas Eve. I know that I was at work. I was a server at the time. Mm-hmm. And my mom called me halfway through the shift and she said, you need to get home now because we're he like, it's, it's happening. Like we're losing him. And your job, you did expect this. No, I hadn't told oh. friends, family, anything, or not, not family. I hadn't told uh, any, I, my one friend knew nobody at my job knew. So I walked into my manager's office and I said, um, here's, I, I need to transfer my tables I, I have an emergency at home and um, I just walked out. I didn't even wait for a response. It was like a 10 minute drive home. And by the time I had gotten home, he had already passed away. Okay. So, but my, in the meantime, my sister had driven and she lives in orange County. So she had driven. That's about 45 minutes from my mom. Mm. Uh, my aunts and uncles were already there. So I think the phone calls were happening and I was like the last one to get the phone call just in case. I don't know. I was trying to have like a normal, a normal day. I guess my mom yeah. was letting me have a normal day. It was strange. It's a very bizarre thing. But past that, I I, I remember sitting in. This is so like not even drag race anymore. That's fine. That, I remember it's fine. It's fine. I was sitting in with my mom, 
And my aunt said, you need to go stand over there because you have like a, a better memory for what's happening right now. And the guy was talking about the next steps of uh, how they're going to transport the body and get everything out. And I just, it's like, it was like, wah, 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 wah. Like it was just foreign language. Yeah. No, 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 no. I get it. I've. Yeah. It was, it was, it's a really, it's, you, you, you can't explain it to somebody until they've like experienced it. So yeah. on that aspect, and this is something I actually relate to was Alyssa said, I threw myself into work and, uh, avo- not avoided, but I, I did everything I could to just keep my mind busy so I didn't have to deal with it. And I relate to that. I think that's kind of how I operate in general anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I remember that following year, um, I did two major vacations where I just left the country. I was like out of America for a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, with my grandparents, just cause it's recent. I remember I was like, I, and, and, and to the afterthoughts credit, they were all wonderful and they're take as much time as you need. But I think I was back pretty soon because I, a, I find this to be very cathartic. You know, mm-hmm. and so I wanted that, but also, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, um, it, I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, but you were, so. you were coming back to, you felt like working was the best way to deal with it. I felt, yeah, yeah, that's why I wanted to bury myself in podcasts and just, I wanted life to be normal again, you know, which yeah. is so funny because people will go through this for a long time. My grandparents, you know, got it and were, had died within probably two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was really strange. It's funny. Cause then you start to think on things that you think, Oh, if I would have known then, like I always remember, um, I had to drop off a pulse oximeter, uh, for them. I went and got it and they had set up their little apartment, their senior living apartment so that my grandparents were side by side in two different like hospital beds, but their window was right next to like the front door. So my aunt and uncle had opened the the window, and like it was almost like looking at like like that. How much does that doggy in the window or like a preemie or something like that, like the baby thing? Yeah. If you went to the window, uh, you they were standing there facing you, right? And they were asleep. And um, my I gave my aunt the pulse oximeter. We talked to her a little bit about stuff, and. Um, I remember she said, oh, do you want to say hi to your grandparents? And I said, sure, I'll peek in. I know they're asleep. And I peeked in. And I guess they must have been awake or something or groggy or something. Maybe around flexural. And my grandpa gave <laughs> me a thumbs up. And my grandma waved to me. And that was the last time I saw them. It was so weird. Yeah. And so then I decided to put them in drag. and um, <laughs> To honor their memory. To honor their memory. Yeah. I just, yeah. I was like detox. I decided to go to... Uh, I thought oh they they work in a pulse reference by the way during that I interview. noticed that I was actually going to bring that up mm-hmm. go ahead bring it up the yeah the pulse so detox said that this that her dad this is kind of the the full circle moment is her dad had come to see her show and that was at pulse where Roxy mm-hmm. was working too so it really it kind of does two things there it shows it really deepens detox's story of how mm-hmm. uh how much she needed that moment and it also drills in how long her and Roxy have been working together and know each other yeah and yeah, it, yeah. it brings in the, the component of pulse which as the community knows was a major major event where were you when you got the news about pulse well, I know I was working at Redline because that, which is a gay bar in downtown LA. And I remember thinking, Oh my God, like that could, oh, you that, got it's the just... news that soon. Oh, I wasn't, I don't think I was at work that oh. I remember I was at the time I was working oh, oh, at oh, that, oh. and my mom was so like, Oh my God, like she, I think my mom actually told me the news. I don't really remember where I, I don't, I don't know. How about you? My family and I were leaving for Hawaii 
and we were in the airport waiting, you know, just waiting for our flight to leave and mm-hmm. to board the airplane. And I went on my phone and looked at the news. And I remember my, my family was just like talking and talking and talking and talking. And I don't know why, because this is very not me, actually. I just started crying. Yeah. Well, because they, they were, the stories were already coming out and they were horrific. You know? They were bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, you know, one of the things that, um, I remember is, so when I was in Hawaii, one of the best things I did was I drove up to the top of this mountain, saw the sunrise, the whole other story. But as I was driving down, I was listening to podcasts and one of the podcasts played, just played the audio of, <laughs> it was called This Joe Batanz. It was called uh, This Joe Batanz. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is a really good episode. And so enlightening. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh God, who, who makes I really relate to him. Yeah. I got to yeah. subscribe to his Patreon. So, uh, I, uh, it, well, they, but they played the entire audio of Anderson Cooper reading the names. Yeah. And he like breaks down. And then I just remember like sobbing on the drive home. I'm like, oh no, I'm going to drive off a cliff because I'm just crying so much of Anderson Cooper crying and stuff like that. We also, I think that they, I don't know if this was a retroactive add in, but because All Stars 2 happened before season nine, is that right? I think they filmed it before season nine, yeah. Okay. Because in season nine, we we have Cuckoo and mm-hmm. Trinity Taylor talking yeah. about Pulse as well. So I kind of think they they had this footage of detox and maybe they thought, oh, we, we should really show how the yeah. queens, you know, how, how it's a personal spot in the community. And they, yeah. they had those three really talking about their – well, detox I think kind of blazes over it. So I think that it, it may have happened. That's why I, I, she doesn't really say it with the with the sadness in her yeah, tone. Yeah, so I'm wondering yeah. if she, yeah, I, I just don't know the timeline. Yeah, they had already recorded it by that point. Okay, got it. Uh, okay, so um, let's. Ju- well, I'm sorry, you're driving the show. Go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to see where you were going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm on drugs. Well, okay. So, I mean, I can. I'm happy to skip over the voguing aspect. I, I hate these tacked on runway oh, things. I hated it. It was awful. They do nothing for me. You're asking of a last minute twist and it's just like, it doesn't count towards your point. So what are we doing this for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I actually, to be honest, fast forwarded through the voguing thing. I didn't really care. Yeah. Uh, we go to the main stage where we have the, really the challenge was to have family resemblance. And uh, we saw, you know, some exceed, some had like storylines. Um, but was there any that really stood out to you for being so good? I'll be honest with you. I thought they were all fine. Uh, I have thoughts on the critiques of Alaska's mom, you uh-huh. know, on her outfit. But other than that, I thought they all looked fine. Which to remind people, if they haven't watched the episode, I believe Michelle says that it looks like it's a corset with sequin glued or, you know, sewed on top of it. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> granted, that's a lot of, like, 80% of Drag Race, that's an outfit. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what you're going to see. That's that's something that I constantly think about. It, you know, it's it's been really apparent on this Drag Race Holland that I'm covering, where they did a um, a like half man half woman challenge, and one of the queens wore half Kermit half Miss Piggy. I feel like I told this story, didn't I? Oh, that's I haven't heard that, and I'm oh, okay. not watching Holland, so that sounds cute. Got eliminated. Oh, because it wasn't couture enough and it just was i'm like yeah but that's drag so not to quote jasmine masters too much i think i just said this quote yesterday but rupaul's drag race has fucked up drag like 
where an actual very drag look is knocked because it wasn't couture. And what, yeah. when did drag queens become couture? Right. I will say that as much of a fan, Alaska is, it's well documented that I love Alaska. I think she's one of the best drag queens in perspective. She was the weakest this week. And I could see the argument for it just being a sundress with a hat mm-hmm. and even the wig was shiny. It just felt like there was nothing really special that she did for her mom. And it didn't even seem like Alaska either. No, you're right. Maybe she wanted to match the mom though. Yeah. And I, and they said it too, but detox was the standout for me. I think that her and her sister had such a resemblance and I, those dresses, it kind of looked, do you know Marco Marco? Is that, I know, you know, that lot, I know he designed a lot of drag queens clothes. It looked like a Marco Marco. Cause it's like the neon, uh, you know, geometric shapes and stuff in the origami. I think that detox had the challenge like in the bag, especially when it's a design or mm-hmm. uh, I guess runway challenge, you already knew that detox was going to be in the top. So I really wanted to shout her out. I think it was a stellar look. I thought it looked really great. One of the things that sort of troubled me and maybe it came up on the main stage, but they didn't air it is uh, a Ala- I think it's Michelle reads Alaska for the mom wearing just flip flops on the runway. But I'm mm-hmm. like, how do we know the mom just doesn't have some sort of uh, ailment or just can't wear heels for whatever reason? Right. And I could see the, I think the keyword there is flip flop, which I think of like the dollar store, like in a bin, it looked like a pair of dollar store flip flops. Uh You could have done like maybe a gladiator sandal or just anything to kind of make it seem more special. Mm -hmm. But Again, it could have been a condition that I'm not aware of, which then you're worried about comfort over an aesthetic. And you know that they're standing. I'm sure that they prepared them. to. I saw seats behind the mothers, like the contestants on the stage. Mm -hmm. But I think that they prepared them like it's going to be a long shoot date. You're going to be in drag like Mm -hmm. it is going to be an uncomfortable session. So flip flops. I mean, I'd want to wear those over. I have experience in those big boots and they they hurt after a while. Well, here's the other thing, too, though, is what with me, at least I have weak arches. This is an old mm-hmm. conversation. So I'd rather be in shoes than flip-flops. Like flip-flops, I would be in pain. Like my arches. Like my arches. <laughs> They're yeah, freaking I get that. painful. Do you have orthotics, P.S.? No, I don't. I should probably get them. I, I mean, I'll buy like shoes that are like, but I don't have specific orthotics for me. I probably need them. That would probably solve a lot of my back and like sciatica problems if I'm being honest. It absolutely would. You need to do that. I have a person if you want. Oh, you do? Really? I do. I do. I do. Do you have orthotics? I do. I had such, I have back sway and I got orthotics. Wait, 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 wait. What's back sway? uh, My lower, well, uh, uh, my lower back is very, it's, it like has a very pronounced um, curve to it. it It's not scoliosis, but like when I lean over, it's flat, but when I'm standing up straight, it's I have a broader back and the the tail what's like the, the small of the back is very uh curved in my spine. Oh. So it just led to lower back problems. But I got orthotics and now I have an arch in my foot that is like the London Bridge. Oh, did you have did you have weak arches too? Only one of my feet has weak arches. Yeah, my mom made fun of me when I was younger. She said it looked like a platypus just got out of the pool because it was flat feet. Like uh-huh. it looked like a duck was walking. What do you, well, you know, I have, what, wait, 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 maybe I'm not doing it right. What is the name of that bone on top of your foot? Mm, wouldn't I know? <laughs> the bone on the top of your foot? Like, yeah, you know, like the whole top of your foot. 
One yeah. Of, one of my feet, I think it's the same one that's flat, is it's really high. Like, it's really hmm. bizarre. So, like, certain shoes won't fit because that is really, really high. Yeah, you should, you should, I think you would uh, benefit from orthotics or just seeing a foot doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to look into that. This is, by the way, this is Old Man Corner here on Afterthought Media. Uh, if you have any other <laughs> Old Man comments, we're going to be, next week we're going to be talking about get Ben Gay. Oh, really? How long? And, um, <laughs> I've never heard that before. You never have? No, that's fun. <laughs> How long? <laughs> RuPaul would be like having yeah, would that, lose her mind right and like now. slapping her hand on the table and then doing the yeah. she fat no 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 don't make me laugh and then like Michelle's just like I don't know yeah that's a very good joke I anyway like um, <laughs> the point is so um, going back to the show okay so what were we talking about okay so if then, you're still listening yeah yeah um, <laughs> people are like gotta get out and get Ben Gay they reminded me <laughs> people like this uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, we were, I just wanted to compliment Detox on how well she, and, and I think Katya too. I think they had the, do you think that the top two were the right choices? Yes, 100% to you. Okay. Then let's go into the quote unquote untucked of the episode where I have earlier brought up in our season, I don't understand why they did this to their winner. At this point, editing the show, they knew Alaska was going to have this and they really kind of went in. When they didn't have to. I already, had... I already gave you my theory. Yeah, please. I want to hear your theory. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So. Oh, well, I, I think they could have shown a snippet of this just to show, like, Alaska is very disappointed because then you kind of want to root for the person who um, who wants it so badly and they'll, they're willing to do anything for it. But at the time, I know a lot of people turned on Alaska. This was mm-hmm. the, the turning point where people were not happy with how she behaved. And the show has that power to make us think that. So mm-hmm. what's your theory about why they they did this to her? I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think the editors edited it this way because they were writing a love letter to RuPaul to choose Katya as the winner. You did say that. I forgot. Yeah. And okay. so uh, the editors made this uh, version, this cut, because they're trying to make the – I think it's even pronounced in the next episode too. They're trying to make the case for Katya. Yeah. And uh, RuPaul didn't care. Ru- RuPaul don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I guess I understand your point there. They were really trying to sell it hard. And they even gave Katya that, that moment that a lot of people really love where it's clearly edited so poorly and, like, chopped up. But uh, Alaska's yeah. spilling her case and then Katya just goes, party. And people lost their mind. They loved that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see and her then Alaska start- just goes, okay. Yeah, you can see her try not to break. I'm sure Alaska laughed in real life. I think it's noted that I think detox, if you look at the footage, detox is laughing at the PayPal line. Um, Roxy is I mean, they're all kind of like, they're having a good time with this. And I don't think that it's as serious as the show wanted it to be. But yeah, I think that they're all, they're all kind of tongue in cheeking that Alaska was like, I'll PayPal you $10,000 right now. Mm -hmm. You got to keep me. Yeah. It's, I think it's, not as serious as it was, but it just seems now you say that about Katya, I do. I, I could absolutely see that point. Yeah. I think that the, the, the editors are big fans of the show, obviously, and they want to see who they want win. And they've done this in other seasons before where they, they make the case for somebody. Yeah. And, I, uh, go ahead. I also want to talk about, um, I know we're a little going over, but, yeah. or maybe we're not, uh, 
that Alyssa, again, I told you this is my favorite Alyssa episode. She pulls Roxy over and says, look, mama, like if we break down the numbers, you have no right. Like you, you should technically be out. Like I'm, I'm selling my case. If we're looking cumulatively, which we're going back to the pact, then Roxy should be out. And Roxy goes, like, doesn't want to accept it at first, but she goes, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't have anything to say to that. But that's the thing, though. It's so funny how, you know, Detox was the miss. It's on the episode. No, I'm sorry, not Detox. I'm sorry. Alaska was all about it's only on the episode. It's not cumulative. It's that episode. But now it benefits her to be cumulative. And all of a sudden she's like, it's cumulative. Yeah, she loves a cumulative. She does. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I, I really appreciated Alyssa fighting for her life in this competition. How amazing would that finale be? I mean, I know Roxy's become, <laughs> is associated with that challenge for the, all the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. but imagine Alyssa dancing and having a verse on uh, Reggie wrote you. It would just oh. have changed the entire, entire finale. It would have been great. Yeah. What a strong final four that would be. That would be so fun, but it doesn't drive the story as much. And yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Um, do you have anything else? I mean, this obviously plays out again next episode too with Alaska on episode eight. But do you have, I mean, what, like, you know, one of the things I've always wanted to do, and I don't know if this is, if we're, if they're, if we're able to do this with this episode, but is there a way to tie this in not only into the season in general, but also just the series? What aspect? I think particularly the Alaska's meltdown and stuff, but even the whole episode, if there's anything in the whole episode. That applies to the whole series? Yeah, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. You might say no. Maybe, no, there isn't. I don't know if I understand the assignment. Okay, like for instance, uh, when they decide how the rules are going to be played, oh, uh-huh. they didn't know they were doing this, but they've pretty much, they've pretty much established how All Stars runs because they were the first mm-hmm. one to do it. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. I do think that that's the, brass tacks of like how you think anybody would really go about this yeah i don't think i use brass tacks right but that's okay and so what i'm saying is there anything that has implications beyond just this episode and definitely has implications beyond this episode and into the season but does it have any implications outside of the season yeah I would say in all-stars three we kind of see it switched around where because the untucked is technically uh not part of the show like we're we're the judges aren't seeing what's going on backstage. And we saw later on, and I think in All-Stars 3, Kennedy uh, gets rid of Milk because she says, uh, this is concerning things that are happening on the sh- on screen and off screen. So I think that hers was a little bit more personal, which is kind of mm-hmm. how I would justify detoxes. Detox totally switched up the game. Mm-hmm. And was there would be no way that the, the judges would have kept Roxy after this many fails. Like they would have... You know, Nina Bonina Brown, Coco Montrese. Like, after a certain while, you can lip sync for your life so many times, and then they're like, okay, get out of here. Like, we've seen enough from you. So, yeah, I think that there's been lasting do you, repercussions. Do you feel, definitely for Roxy's career, I wonder if she's ever come over it, because she still not, doesn't work as much as the other girls for being a top four of All-Stars. But my next question to you is, do you think... I had a really good question. What were we talking about? Uh, post like off screen on screen was Kennedy's line and then, oh Kennedy's line and then milk you can only lip sync for your life so many times four times yeah um oh that was it maybe you know this already it's spo- feel free to spoil it for the next episode but we can maybe kind of talk about it here a little bit who does whose lipstick did Katya choose 
I do know that. She chose Roxy again. Oh, she did. Yeah. Yeah. So the producers, I mean, have a hand in it. Uh, Katya could have easily been called the winner of this lip sync and no one would have batted an eye. Same thing with the last lip sync. And then they could have even cut it to make her look more like a winner. But they didn't. And so the producers are, un, you know, are participating in this these shenanigans as well. Yeah. They're not completely blameless. I want to give Rue, that reminds me, Rue does her best acting she's ever done on this series when Alyssa's name is turned around on that lipstick. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking, bitch. If you watch it, her mouth drops just the right amount uh-huh. as if she's shocked to learn that this is the, the call. Yeah, this is the call. That the person that they know, they know, they film them pull the name. And she's surprised yeah. by the result. Like, <gasps> Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it was just the right amount of like, shock and awe so that I, I i will give rue that this is her best i've seen her well you look but we as gay people we get to choose our reaction <laughs> choose our family i know uh taylor has that as a ringtone for all of the phone calls that come in oh he does he loves that line yeah i don't know i'm i am shocked though i mean it's just bizarre that they would get rid of Alyssa instead of roxy when they know that katya had that roxy lipstick in her in her upper sleeve because they wanted it to be they wanted to repeat um Alaska talks v jinx i know but it's, it's just it's crazy to to give up tv gold that they know people are gonna love I don't, Alyssa. they don't care they're they're they don't they don't care and they don't know yeah 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 to them yeah they're they're just as oblivious as everybody else uh yeah. all right any other thoughts on this very special episode jay <laughs> what else do you want to talk about besides track race yeah uh, no, I think I got all my, I, I do, I, I said it before, but I do like this makeover challenge. I like when it's a little bit more personal to them rather than, you know, hired actors to come in as like military people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah. You know, they did something similar, similar type of challenge on Drag Race Holland. And again, it's always touching. Right. So. All right. Well, let's call it a day there. Do we have a, do we have a closing line for this? I always forget. Yeah. I, I tried to hug you though. Follow Jay Ellis on Twitter at still underscore jealous. That's S-T-I-L-L underscore J-E-L-L-I-S. You can also follow him on Instagram at don't underscore B underscore jealous. It's D-O-N-T underscore B-E underscore J-E-L-L-I-S. You can follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast. Are those cheers? Thank you. Thank you. Like my body. Like my body. <laughs>